0: You are now tuned in to VUS Speaks, the podcast where we speak about photography and other topics. So let's get straight into it. Okay, okay, okay. So, what is going on, everybody? On Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, all that. Whatever you're listening to this on. Hello, how are you doing? Welcome back to the podcast. Every single podcast, every single time we start a new podcast, I always just want to thank every single person for the last podcast. I I don't want to sound full of myself ever in life. Never want to sound full of myself or like I'm this great person or like I'm the best at what I do or anything like that, but Every single time I come on these podcasts for the next podcast, I'm always just very grateful and appreciative of everybody who tunes in and tells me I'm doing a great job and that they like the podcast and I'm speaking facts, you know what I'm saying, and shit like that. Because to be honest, bro, I just talk. I'm 26 years old and I've been through quite a, a bit creatively and just in life to just speak on life experiences and just creative experiences and i just keep it real to myself necessarily like i don't necessarily say what people want me to say or do what people want me to do i kind of just i'm just true to myself because like what kind of life can we live if we're not true to who we are genuinely because you got to be true to yourself first before you can be true to anybody else or speak for anybody else or do anything for anybody else you just yourself you got to be there with yourself first and yeah man i i've always if nothing else in life just wanted to be real with myself and if that's all that i can do that's that's all that i can do and i'm i'm proud of that and i'm happy for that so thank you to everybody who you know appreciates the the things that i say and my viewpoints on a lot of things because at the end of the day nobody asks for it and nobody you know what i'm saying everybody i feel like the the main reason i never really wanted to start a podcast. And the reason I never really listened to podcasts. Like I listen to this one podcast. Ah. It's about it's, I think it's called true crime or something like that. But anyway, um if you listen to podcasts, you probably going to know what I'm talking about. It's these two women who speak. They like go over like murder cases and stuff like that. And oh, my favorite murder. That's what it's called. My favorite murder. How do I forget that? That's like the only podcast that I really listen to for real. Um but anyway, I never really wanted to start a podcast or you know what I'm saying? do do a podcast or anything like that because i feel like in a way when you do a podcast you gotta kind of feel like people care about what you're saying and i never really felt like people cared about what i said or what i had to say or anything like that so to do a podcast in kind of like a lot of people bro I, I call things for what they are you got to kind of be fully yourself to like sit down and just talk for an hour and expect people to just want to listen to you in a way not necessarily because I don't feel like I'm full of myself there's a lot of people who do podcasts who aren't full of themselves they just talk and you know share their experiences and their you know I'm saying views on things and the world and stuff like that and or on certain topics and they talk about it um it is what it is maybe some people feel like what they have to say is very important and they want a lot of people to hear a lot of people just want to talk I just want to talk and the reason I never really started a podcast because I didn't know or Think that people wanted to hear me talk because who cares at the end of the day, right? But like I said, I'm always grateful and appreciative of everything and everyone. So thank you once again to everybody who listened to the last podcast and listened to me, you know, ramble and talk and spit facts for, you know, quite a bit of time. Also, on this podcast, we got a little bit of music going on. We might have music in the back of this podcast. If there is no music in the back of this podcast, that's because I decided that it wasn't worth it. But if it is, then it is. But if it's not, just disregard that I say anything about that. It was music at the beginning, though. Y'all heard that music. We're going we to be having some music on these to spice them up for now on because I talk and it's just quiet. But you know what I'm saying? I like the music. I like having something to you know, kind of set off, just quiet background, nothingness, just talking. So we may or we may or we may not have that on here. But anyway, regardless of anything. Okay, so I I rambled for about five minutes. Now, anyway, um, to talk about what we're actually here to talk about, I didn't know what I was going to come here. And I didn't know what I was going to talk about today. But I was going through my Twitter and I ran into an old tweet of mine, and it kind of sparked this conversation between me. I was just out there talking to a mall about all this, and when I'll be talking, I, I I start talking to her. I look up, and it's been 20 minutes, and the whole time she's just been like, "Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm," and I'm like, "Okay, okay, 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 okay." But anyway, before I came in here to talk about this, I talked about it with her first, kinda. You know what I'm saying? She. Whatever. Anyway, she she understood what I was saying. I didn't. Necessarily, whatever. You you know what I'm trying to say. But anyway, I tweeted something on seven thirteen. No seven three nineteen. So July third, two thousand and nineteen. I tweeted, and it started off. This is why I noticed it because it started off and said "rant," all caps. And I tweeted. I was watching a video last night on YouTube. And it was basically to tell other filmmakers what they need to be doing if they want more cinematic and just overall better short films or videos in general, I guess. And then in, uh, what you call it, parentheses, I put their mistake. So I immediately remembered exactly what this video was and why I was so mad about it. So I watched a video on YouTube. If you watch videos on YouTube, you already know that you can get You can end up somewhere where you have no business being on YouTube. You can start off watching videos about cats and being cute and shit like that. Then you end up on videos about 9-11. Like, it's just, it's random. I don't know how it happens, but it happens. And you look up, it's 2 in the morning. You had two bags of Doritos. You drank four, you know, bottles of Mountain Dew. And, you know what I'm saying, you're in this place now where you're in the, the YouTube dark hole of just, random videos you never even got on here to start watching. And now you know all this useless information about cats and their daily routines and certain type, you, you know what I'm saying? It happens. It happens to everybody. If you're a YouTube watcher, if you're a real YouTube watcher, it's happened to you before. So anyway, I was on these videos. Clearly I watch videos about filmmaking. I watch other filmmakers. I watch other photographers. I watch anything kind of camera related. On YouTube, I don't pick and choose. I don't just watch only old people. I don't just watch only black people, only white people, only certain type of people. I like all types of camera type of videos, depending on the person. I watch people, not peoples, <laughs> if If I don't know, even know if that makes sense, but um, if I like the person, I'll. I don't care who they are, where they. Look. I'll watch the video. You know what I'm saying? So. There's, there's boring type of videos and stuff like that, too. But my, my least favorite type of filmmaking photography videos is where they tell you, like, stop doing this or do this for better videos or better photos or five tips for this and that and blah, 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 blah. I, I believe I've made videos like that before. And I don't even know. They, they never feel right. They never, I feel like these, they're, they're, it's an easy, it's an easy like attention grab, right? Or for people who don't know what they're doing or people who want to, now don't get me wrong. Some people make these videos for the right reasons. And for the people who make these videos for the right reasons, I salute you and good job because there's people out there, including me at some point who needed to know some of these things and uh, just overall just needed to, you know, some type of education on certain type of things but I feel like these oh five mistakes or five things you can do to instantly get better photos or five things you can do five mistakes you're making or anything like that Uh, I think a better titles better titles are like five mistakes I made when starting off because like every photographer is different every filmmaker is different and just because these is certain people's mistakes don't mean that there's gonna be your mistakes or that just because it didn't work for them doesn't mean that it can't work for you or anything like that so i feel like when people give their own kind of you know i'm saying experience it's a little bit easier for me to be like okay and i watch it and i feel better about it but that's not to say that like just because i don't like something that is whatever i'm gonna get to that later but anyway um i was watching this video and it was saying, like, five mistakes filmmakers make when they start making films and stuff like that. And one of the mistakes was using your friends as actors in your films. And for one, I got a little, little hurt because, you know, I made films before. And every single film I've ever made was I used my friends. So I was, like, immediately annoyed. Like, okay, that's stupid. That's you know what i'm saying that doesn't make any sense to me at least and um to be fair i understood he was they, they were basically saying like get real actors because people who act and have trained to be actors are clearly going to act better than your friends who have no professional acting training or you know experience whatsoever understandable i understand it i get it it makes sense But my issue with this is that it was deemed a mistake. And I feel like I go back to if this was this person's mistake, then so be it. But I've used my friends in films who are not actors who have no acting experience. And I like clearly having somebody who's an actor is better because they act. And if you're doing something where someone needs to act, then yeah, that's like trying to get somebody to shoot a lookbook who does not take photos. Understandable. Maybe they might do a good job if you teach them or tell them what to do, but clearly a photographer is going to do a lot better job at shooting this lookbook than somebody who does not, right? Understandable. I get it. It is what it is. I didn't like that it was deemed a mistake because first of all, Someone who wants to start off making films, who don't have access to actors and people who act and don't have the money to even hire an actor. And all they're surrounded by is their friends. They have a camera. They want to start making films. They have this idea. But they're only surrounded by their friends, like me. I made a short film a couple years ago. It's called No Choice. It has 2 million views on YouTube. Whatever. if Not a big deal, but if you want to see it, I'll link it down in the description. Um, it's okay for what it is it's okay and the message I wanted to get across I feel like I got it across and I used only people that are my friends. Every single person in that movie has no acting experience and they're just regular people and outside of how many views it got and outside of what it was for I had fun doing it my friends had fun doing it. A lot of them realized that oh I kind of like acting. Maybe I should actually go get acting experience and training and, you know, things of that nature. And for me, I just feel like it kind of takes the fun out of stuff when you're like, you need to be doing this or your film isn't going to be good or this isn't going to be good because of these reasons. And it's just like, that's not a mistake. That's just, it 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 kind of, I guess, like makes people who don't have who don't have access to those things not want to do it if somebody with four million subscribers on youtube is telling you don't use don't use your friends as actors because that's not what you're supposed to do and your film will, will never be as good as someone who uses real actors because you know they get paid to act and this is why they you know what i'm saying it was it just it just discourages people from actually wanting to do that because it's I was starting out and I seen somebody say that, I'm like, they're right. So now I'm sitting here and I'm not gonna put out nothing, I'm not gonna do nothing, I'm not gonna act on anything because I don't have access to real actors or anything this person was telling me that I need to have for my film to be valid and deemed appropriate in the filmmaking world. So that kind of bothered me, and I kind of went on this rant, like, ah, you don't need that, blah, 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 blah all that other stuff, and you basically know what I, what I said. Basically, from this, from this little conversation right now, you know that, like, I wasn't for it at all, and I just didn't agree with it at all. So, anyway, that kind of got me, looking at that tweet, kind of made me, I guess, not realize, but remember how much I used to preach about photography being, like, having no rules to photography, right? And I used to always, 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 and still to this day, tell people how photography have has no rules. Back when I first started photography, not first started, but, like, I was kind of developing my own style. Now, a lot of people, some people go to school for photography, and this is why, like, in my other uh, podcast, I was saying, like, do, like, if you needed to go to school for photography, and the reason, another reason why I don't necessarily recommend going to school for photography, because they teach you a lot of rules, like, and again, for people who are, you know, listening, putting rules in quotations, because to me, there are no rules in photography, there are certain things you need to know, yes, sure, like, I guess anybody who does video, you know, the the um, shutter speed rule, if you're shooting at 24 frames per second, then your shutter speed needs to be double that. So you shoot at 150th, 160th, whatever, 150th, whatever. Um, because of certain like n- motion blur, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Certain certain things that's like, sure, you need to know this or you need to know about aperture. You need to know how certain things affect other things within your camera And yeah, I guess like those are rules or whatever. But when it comes down to shooting and actually, you know, producing work, none of that actually matters. It shouldn't. It shouldn't matter more than what you're actually doing, what you're actually taking pictures of. I feel like if people worry less about these um, external things and things that, you know what I'm saying, doesn't necessarily help your image. You would take better photos. And if you definitely stopped caring about other people and what they do with their own photography or videos, then you can focus more on what you do. And a lot of people have this, you know, ego and um, they learn things the right way, I guess you can say. And when people aren't doing things the right way, they, you know, have this urge to tell people like, ah, that's not how you do it. So, you know, stop doing it like that or anything. Anyway. When I used to take photos and I used to overexpose my photos a lot, a lot of people didn't like that because in photography, it's looked down upon to have, you know, blown out highlights. No information whatsoever in your highlights, just white highlights. And some people might not like that because that's not the way that they were taught how to do photography. That's not the way they were taught to look at photography. Things need to be Uh, in focus, things need to be perfectly exposed or it's not a good image at all. But a lot of people don't know that I was overexposing my photos on purpose. I was shooting with a DSLR back then and a lot of people that I shoot are dark skinned, and I would shoot mostly in shadows and um, especially like on sunny days, like I was shooting in shadows. But anyway, on DSLRs, you either have to expose for your highlights or you have to expose for your shadows or you can expose for both. There's there's things you can do where you can, you know what I'm saying, expose for both. I, for one, didn't have the time to expose for both. I exposed for the subject and the thing that was important to me in my photos and anything else I didn't necessarily care about because it wasn't the attention of the photo. But it became the attention of the photo when everybody noticed how blown out the highlights were. i got so much flack for overexposing my highlights and just overexposing my images in general a lot of people just did not like it they oh this is wrong why are you overexposing a lot of people would be like stop overexposing. like n- people telling me what to do like stop overexposing your photo and i i specifically remember getting into argument with somebody one time because they commented on my photo and they was like stop overexposing all i did was say no and this shit caused an entire, like, thread of people just, like, commenting on, on, on his comment, like, telling me I couldn't take criticism and this and that and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, how is taking criticism? How is this taking criticism? He literally told me what to do with my work. And a lot of other people, I feel like a lot of people now, I think it may be a little bit better now because maybe I haven't had to deal with it in a minute, but I feel like it's a little bit better now, but. Certain styles are made up and done on purpose. So I've, you know what I'm saying, learned and came to the conclusion that, you know, a lot of people do things in their photos. If you see something in someone's photos and it looks wacky or it's like just not something you're used to, it's probably done on purpose. A lot of people thought I didn't know what I was doing. They thought I was overexposing on accident or Just I don't know. A lot of the times I would overexpose my photos in editing. Like they they'd be exposed properly when I take the photo, and then I overexpose it in editing because that was my editing style, and that's the way I liked my photos to look, and that's the way I wanted them. That's the feel I wanted them to have. That's the style I created. That's what I wanted to do with my work. And the the backlash it got from people who weren't used to that is beyond crazy to me because I never felt like. There was actually rules you had to follow in photography, and to me, I just don't think photography needs to be based around techni- technicalities and things that like things that go into using your camera. A lot of people are a lot of people get upset for people who um, shoot like on auto. Like it's hilarious. Like if somebody shoots on auto, like it's hilarious to make a joke about them. we be like, oh yeah, this nigga shoots on auto. Ha ha. He don't know how to use his camera. Like, a lot of people have this complex where if they know more than the next person or they have a way to make it known that they know this and you don't, they're, they're going to let you know. So, people who don't know how to use their cameras, there's photographers out there that's going to, that's gonna, you know what I'm saying, feed off that and be like, "Ah, I know how to use my camera and he don't. So, He's overexposing his photos. Let me tell him that that's wrong. That's not what you're supposed to do in photography. Because I know it all. I'm the god of photography. I know everything about photography. But to me, I was to a point where I just didn't care. And I never thought that, you know, me overexposing my photos was that big of a deal that, like, it would make people mad. And it would cause... Even a conversation about if people are supposed to overexpose or underexpose their photos. Like I just was doing what I wanted to do and how I edited my photos, how I wanted them to be edited because they were my photos. Nobody else's. I went out and I took them. I went in and I edited them. They were mine. I did what I wanted. And I just can't believe that there's even a conversation around rules being implemented in photography because anybody who's actually an artist, anybody who's actually a creative, they don't follow the damn rules. Clearly there's rules in photography. Clearly you're not supposed to overexpose. Clearly you're not supposed to underexpose. I mean, supposed to is in quotations because you can do whatever the hell you want. But the rules that were set out for photography. From the beginning stages of photography, you know, a lot of people, I don't know if they were wearing suits or what, whatever, they came together and they're like, this is how photography is supposed to be. And this is this is it is writ is written right here is set in stone. This is photography. This is how photography is supposed to go. And this is how so- photography is supposed to look. As time goes on, people are like, fuck that. I don't want to do that. Rules are always broken. Always. You're not supposed to, you know. This is an extreme example, but you're not supposed to you know, I'm not even gonna say it. you're not supposed to steal. There's people out there stealing. You're not supposed to cheat. There's people out there cheating. Those are very extreme examples which I don't condone and not saying people should do at all. But rules in photography like you should shoot people straight. You should have your your subject centered in the in the frame. You should exposed properly uh you should shoot at f 11 if you're shooting certain things Uh, i don't know i don't know what the rules are because i don't care about the rules i don't care because none of that actually helps me with my photography yeah it's cool to know yeah it's cool to i guess you know i'm saying understand why things work the way they work but at the end of the day it's up to you especially if you're creative no creative actually follows the rules. Any creative who actually, it's, it's easier to follow the rules, right? This is why we don't steal. This is why we don't cheat. This is why we don't kill people. This is why we don't do things because there's repercussions to breaking the rules. If you kill somebody, you're going to jail for the rest of your life. Depending on what state you're in, you might be killed too. So we're not going to kill people. If you steal, something's going to like, you know, things happen when you break the rules. People don't like when people break the rules now. If there's rules in photography, there's going to be people out there who's the rule police and the photography police, and they're going to be like, ah, not supposed to be doing that. I don't know why your subject is on, you know what I'm saying, the bottom third of your photo when they should be placed perfectly in the middle. I feel like a lot of these things that's rules in photography don't necessarily add anything to photography and they don't necessarily like yeah they might help some people navigate like learning the rules first in photography will help you navigate to what you want your style to be if you learn these rules and you learn how to use your camera and you learn how to do all these things with your camera and through photography you can navigate your own style and come up with your own style and come up with your own way of how you want your photographs to be seen and things of that nature. But at some point, people who don't follow the rules, we know who they are, right? Colin Kaepernick was not supposed to be taking the knee at these football games. There was no rule to say that he wasn't. Like how there's no actual like, like how there's no actual rules to say that you're not supposed to overexpose. But you knew that you probably shouldn't have been taking the knee in, you know, certain people's eyes. I don't I don't care if you took a knee, I'm, take a knee all you want. But not to get political. That's not even political. But anyway, he wasn't supposed to be taking the knee in some people's eyes. Did it anyway. We, we're going to know who he is for the rest of his life. All the people who were standing up, unless they were already known, we don't know them any more than we knew them then. People who break rules in photography. People who develop their own styles say, fuck these rules. I'm going to do what I want to do. And I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? Shoot the things I want to shoot. We tend to know them and just kind of. Their, their work is more interesting to look at because it's like, why? Why are they doing this? How do they make this look good if it's not supposed to be done? How do they Not to say that, like, when I was overexposing, I was making overexposing look good, but some people, they underexpose their photos. Shit looks amazing. Some people, they do crazy shit with their photos. There's a debate in photography on if adding shit to your photos, like, say somebody took a picture of, like, uh, some mountains and they photoshopped the Milky Way into the background. Like, some people debate on if that's real photography or not, or if... Like that's actual photography or like people, and you know, it's cheating or whatever they call it. But who cares for real? You know what I'm saying? Like that's what that person likes to do. And this is how they saw that photo. So who who cares for real? I just think we're to the point where we need to stop worrying about what other people do with their photography if we don't like it. It doesn't make any sense to, to really get upset about that or to care that much about that. Especially if I, I found that... Actual artists, people who actually care and have a passion for their art and what they do and actually understand that art is subjective, do not care what other people produce or the art that they that other people put out. I mean, they care. But like if somebody does something differently from them, they don't care. There's a lot of people who shoot things that I don't shoot. There's a lot of people who shoot in certain ways that I would never shoot and do things that I would never do in photography. I follow some of these people and I like their work a lot because I can appreciate art from any point of view. It doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be exactly how I like things because we got to remember that we, we don't create, artists don't create for other people. They create for themselves first. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't like it, then you don't like it. That tweet just like It just reminded me of all these like all these times that I've had these conversations with people and had to make rants on Twitter and on Instagram and just YouTube and all these other things like, ah, bro, like art actually is subjective and photography doesn't actually have rules. I don't care that you went to, you know, the best art college in the world and your professor who did all these things told you that you need to be doing this. Because that's him and that's how that's that's them and that's how they got to where they are and that's the things that they like you can never put things that you like on other people ever no matter what the situation might be just because you like something doesn't mean everybody else in the world should like it just because you do something a certain way doesn't mean that everybody else in the world should do things this way when i used to work at um this store called ollie's ollie's is a um it's like a discount you know It's a discount store that sells everything. Like, they sell food, magazines, books, rugs, clothes, housewares, auto. Like, it's a discount convenience store, kind of. But, like, more convenient. Has everything there. There is this, like, system in which, like, we had to... When we got things off the truck, because I guess... I don't know what they did. I guess they bought, like, things that, like, companies would have thrown away, I guess. Because it had, like defects or anything like that and they buy it and they mark it down for a cheaper price but when it comes in you have to actually print out it comes with a packet of stickers and these stickers have the price of the things that's in the box or whatever so say you got a box that was a box say you got a box of cheeses not one box of cheeses but there's a a big box that had multiple boxes of cheeses in it inside this box would be uh packet of stickers for like a dollar, like a dollar. And you would have to ticket these cheeses for a dollar now. And I don't know how much cheeses cost at, you know, Walmart or wherever the cheeses are, but this is a lower price than that. So there is this way of ticketing that they had at, at the store and that shit would take all day. And to be honest, I feel like they did it this way because they knew it would take all day. Because by the time you're done ticketing, it's time to go home. But I just, for one, never liked doing shit all day. Like, the same thing every day, all day. So anyway, and it wasn't every day, but it was only the days that the truck came in. But anyway, whatever. Um, I was like, y'all don't think this is kind of slow? Like, we can do it this way, and it'd be a lot faster. The manager told me, like, well, this is the way we've always done it, and this is how we do it. This is how we teach people. And this is the rule of ticketing, I guess. And I was just like, how are you going to set a rule for this? This is the dumbest shit to ever set a rule for. Like, you got to be doing it like this. And if, you, if you're if you not doing it like this, then you're doing it wrong. Like, this is dumb. That's the dumbest shit I ever, I, that's the dumbest shit I felt like they could have ever set rules on. I'm not, a, I'm not very big into following rules. I follow the big rules, you know, the rules that can like put you in jail and shit like that try to follow those rules as best as I can. You know what I'm saying? I've been very good at following those rules for quite some time now, you know, 26 years of my life. So anyway, rules like this though, where like they just don't make any sense to me. I'm just like, this don't make sense. I can literally do it faster this way and be done with it. But you rather have me in here all day doing it like this because that's the rules, that's dumb. Anyway, I say all this to say that rules are meant to be broken. When they don't feel like, when you don't feel like they apply to you or what you're doing or you feel like there's a better way for you. We got to remember that everybody's an individual and everybody has their own way of thinking. Even if we've learned certain things, even if we've learned how to do certain things a certain way, we got to remember that everybody is an individual and everybody has their own way of thinking. Everybody has their own way of feeling. Everybody has their own way of doing literally everything. I was taught how to clean dishes by my mom when I was a kid. And if I teach my kids how to do it that way and they figure out a different way, am I going to be mad and be like, no, nigga, this is how we always wash dishes in this house. So you're going to wash dishes like this. Like it's still getting done. You know what I'm saying? Like who cares how it gets done as long as it gets done. And that's how I feel about anything creative. When you watch these videos on YouTube and they're like, Uh, it's, it's just someone explaining to you the things you need to be doing to like, ah, ah, what was I doing? I was watching a video, another YouTube video. I was watching a YouTube video about someone and they were talking about, uh, goddamn, what were they talking about? Um, oh, how to get more followers on Instagram. And this to me is never, when someone's like, these are the things you need to do to get more followers on Instagram. It's like that's not the truth at all. Like, there, there are certain things I guess you can do to get more followers on Instagram, but come on now. Like, in this video, they're saying, like, your, your feed needs to be um, cohesive. Like, it, it it all needs to look the same. It needs to be a theme. So when people come to it, they know that there's there's a theme here and, they, you know, it's, a, it's aesthetically pleasing to look at and everybody's like, yeah, like, that looks good. I'm going to follow this person. All of their photos are brown or all of their photos are green. So this is this is dope to me I'm gonna follow this person and some people might follow somebody because they like the aesthetic of their page, but that's not gonna get you followers on Instagram there's a lot of people with aesthetically pleasing pages who have no followers there's a lot of people with pages that's all over the place and they hella followers I literally post whatever I want the only thing I would ever say you need to do to be, to get followers or have people follow you or whatever it is you may want or, you know, chase after on social media is be a genuine person. I never asked for followers, very grateful, very humble and very, you know, appreciative of people who follow me and things like that. But I never asked for it. I just got on the, these apps and was myself. Every single time, it's all I knew how to do was to be myself. I didn't know how to be anybody else. I didn't know how to do anything else but be myself and do what I wanted to do. You'd be very surprised how much people like people for just being themselves. Posting the things that they like, talking about the things that they like, doing the things that they like. A lot of people are going to respect that. A lot of people are going to come across shit like that and respect it. I don't know what it is that you're passionate about or what you do, but being a genuine person outside of that is always good for everybody else. A lot of people do not like me because I speak my mind and say what I want to, what they got going on out there, bro. Come on. You know, I'm trying to do a podcast, man. Come on. Nigga selfish. (laughs) And it made me forget what I was talking about. God damn it. But anyway, I say all of all of this stuff just to say that it's never important to worry about what other people are doing as far as the rules go. You may see everybody follow a certain type of trend. You might see everybody follow these certain type of rules and do certain things. And everybody looks like they're all, you know, in you know like they all are in the same headspace as far as following the rules go but if you do not want to follow these rules that everybody is telling you to follow especially these people with these big followings on YouTube and big followings on Instagram they get on here a lot of these people they get these followers and then they feel like they're you know they're the voice of the people and like they you know what I'm saying? Know what they're talking about. That that's the that's the hard thing. How do you try to tell people how you think without sounding like an arrogant or you know, full of yourself asshole? You know what I'm saying? I never want to sound like that because to me, I'm just me. I don't think my I don't think of myself no higher than anybody else ever on this planet, on this nowhere. I don't care who you are, I'm not better than you for nothing. Nothing in my life that I have accomplished is better than anything you've accomplished in your life. I'm not better than anybody. I never want to seem or make it out like I am better than anybody ever in my life. To tell people that they're not doing something based on a rule that was just said or written down or whatever it is, makes it seem like, oh, I do this right, so... I'm better than you, which is just, just not. It's just not it. It's not it, especially for something like photography, where it's super subjective and has no rules. The only eye that matters in your photography is yours, and it's, that's the only one that ever will matter. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. Doesn't matter what your college professor says or anything like that. I was talking to somebody who went to college before, and they were they were in photography class or whatever, and they're saying that their photographer wouldn't let... I mean, their um, college professor wouldn't let them... Their photography professor wouldn't let them do, like, a certain style of photography because he didn't like it. And it's like, what? How are, How is anybody supposed to learn or get better or figure out what they truly want if you're going to stop people from doing certain things because you don't like it? That's That's, like, that literally defeats the point of photography. It literally like makes no sense to be a photography professor than stopping people from doing photography that they actually genuinely love. But just because you don't like it or because you wasn't taught this way or because you're supposed to teach a certain way is the wrong way or it's not right, it's wrong. It never makes sense to me, but hey, it is what it is. But anyway, bro, I never, like I said, just try to keep your ego in check when, you know what I'm saying? seeing new things and learning new things and just remember photography actually has not a singular rule maybe a lot of people could argue that videography has more rules than photography but in my in my opinion bro i don't care what it may be i don't care what the rules say for anything creative if somebody decides not to do that that's on them and who the fuck cares if you care that much you care too much, in my opinion. But yeah, um, it was nice talking to y'all, man. This, these podcasts are are always like weights lifted off of my shoulders. I always talk about these things, and I always try to like. Twitter used to be my podcast. It used to be like a a writing podcast where I just like would well, get on there. I'd have these thoughts. I'd get on there and I'd just start writing and just saying shit. But these podcasts have. Helped me just like talk about things and like I feel better talking about things after. They're like in my head and stuff like that. Like once I read that old tweet, I was like, oh shit, Now nah, like I can talk about this again. Like I have more shit to say at this point. <laughs> so, anyway, man, I want to appreciate. I, I want to thank everybody for you know listening to the podcast. If you watched it on YouTube, thank you for watching it. And yeah, man, just overall, thank you for everything, and I'm very grateful. But anyway, that's probably going to wrap up this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it, man. I will see y'all in the next one. Let's get it.